Hey everyone, this is Jen Kesnick, and you're listening to You Be You and I'll Be Me. And today I have Suzanne McAndrews on. Uh, I first met Suzanne at a mass that was also a fundraiser. Um, and I just will say no more because, uh, Suzanne, you're a great speaker. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And I just wanted you to tell your own story because, as we were saying just before, we all know people who will benefit from the research that you're doing with your son. And, um, you know, can you just start from the beginning? Yeah. So, um, my, the hardest part is always keeping it brief. So I'm going to try and do the best I can. Um, you don't have to, you can do as long as you want. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I have six nieces and nephews who are grown with autism. And so we were very kind of cautious. Um, I'm the youngest of 10. So my son who has autism is the 27th grandchild. Wow. So yeah. So he, so with, I have three boys, my two older boys. Um, I just was cautious with things as they were growing up. I was watching them. I knew everything to look for. I was really hyper aware of everything surrounding the autism world. So we kind of spread out our shots and we kind of, you know, did, um, different, you know, small modifications of diets and different things. My two older boys were, were okay. Um, and I, in particular, I gave them the MMR shot late when they were five years old. And so I felt like their bodies were bigger and they could handle it better mm-hmm. and they were more developed and their language was already in, all of those things. And that's what I was planning on doing with my third child. Um, but I was traveling to California mm-hmm. and there was a measles outbreak and my doctor um, really strongly, well, that's a nice word, but really strongly advised me to give him the MMR shot. And I did not have any definitive knowledge that it was going to hurt him. So they assured me that it was all going to be fine and don't be ridiculous. And all these parents, they'll believe anything. And, you, you know, you really should do this. So, so in other words, go against your instincts, mom. <laughs> exactly. And that was the greatest lesson of that mm-hmm. was never go against your instincts. Yep. And you, we have them there, you know, a they're million years old reason. and yeah. they're there for a reason. And I fought, 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 and they fought me back. And I ended up giving him the shot, and he was 18 months old, and it was um, and it was a very hard thing. And they said he might have a small fever in seven days. So in seven days, he got an almost 105 fever that lasted for about a week, and he rolled on the floor in pain. And oh. he just, you couldn't pick him up. He couldn't be touched. Um, I brought him back to the doctors, and I won't go through all the details of that, but I'll just say that he was in so much pain. And they didn't want to treat him. And when I went to see the doctors, all they cared about was saying, it's not the vaccines. Yeah. And I thought, wait, wow. Like, how far off have we gotten from trying to actually treat my child who's really sick? So um, so anyway, we, um, we got through that period with a lot of confusion. But at the end of about two weeks, I realized he wasn't speaking anymore. He wasn't waving. He had been crying so much, I didn't really expect him to speak. But... Um, when he kind of got through the initial period, he wasn't really speaking. He had a few words left. He wasn't waving. He wasn't doing social things. And so I thought, oh, my God, I know what this is. Yeah. I've heard this story a million times, but they keep telling me it's not true. So here I was, and um, from there it was a big journey of just trying to heal his body, heal his mind, um, and just do everything that we can for him. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. Um, and that was three years ago? That was, he is almost six, and he was 18 months okay. when I gave him the shot. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more. And um, and we went and we did all the traditional things first. I got all of the services, and I got, you know, I went and tried to see all the, the doctors. And um, I realized quickly that people weren't 
weren't like in it for the cure. People were like, all bets are off. Don't expect too much. There are no miracles. And I really got this sense of like, wow, I've got to, I've got to do this myself. Yeah. You have to be your son's advocate. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And I thought to myself, he is 18 months old. Like I'm not closing the door on his life. Right. Like if people can get through a stroke, I know I mentioned this during the talk, people can get through a stroke at 60, lose their language and regain it. Certainly my three-year-old can come back from this. Yes. Especially when it was a clear, I know he was completely healthy before he was speaking. He was very engaged. He was bubbly. He was running after his brothers. He was pointing at all the books. He was waving hi to everyone. He was the friendliest kid. We were all Everyone was like, he needs to be a model because yeah. every time we took out the phone, he was hamming it up, and <laughs> you know, so he he wouldn't even look at you know when I called his name, he would no longer even look at his name. Look. Oh yeah. So it was a big big difference. Yes. And my doctor was like, no, I think he was always like this. You just didn't notice. Okay, no. <laughs> that's so crazy. It was really crazy, and then that's when I realized, okay, the culture has gotten really crazy around this. Like I'm walking away from. Why it. do you think doctors want to protect it so much? Because they're afraid of what would happen if people knew that there was really a problem with the shots. Yeah. And, you know, I think that there are a lot of problems. Like, I think it's just, you know, there's so many kids with so many sensory issues, so many things. But they're mainstream. They don't even, like, beyond the spectrum. Yeah. I really think that there's a lot of injury that we're not seeing come through the shots. We're not realizing are coming through the shots. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, I'm not an expert in it, obviously, but I am now in a community where, you know, the links are being made and the work is being done. And then it's not, unfortunately, getting out to the public because people are so afraid of, you know, mass hysteria and yeah. don't vaccinate children. And um, But it just makes sense that, you know, we're all so different. Yes. You know, we're all made up so differently. Food isn't for everybody. You know, all the same right. food isn't for everybody. All the same way of learning isn't for everybody. So why would inoculations across the board should be the same for everybody? 100%. Exactly. And many people are like, well, how could you say it was a shot? It so clearly runs in your family. And I will say, I really now believe, which where I did believe that. And my we were all told this is a genetic brain disorder, incurable, nothing you can do about it. But I now think we probably just have a real sensitivity to whatever's in the shots. There's yeah. heavy it's metals dormant, and there's and toxins. And if it's triggered, and, exactly. then it comes up. Right. And and so like we, and I've gone back and I've listened to their stories more intently and I do think they probably had a connection, but anyway, that's, that's where it all began. Okay. Um, and then you learned about Sunrise. Yes. So... We did a million different things. I've tried almost every modality of healing and almost every modality of education, the mainstream ones for education, and there are a million great ones. And I should I should say there are a million great people doing it. Like I love the special needs world is like the best kept secret. It's wonderful people, so sweet, so helpful. But the modalities of how they teach is what you really need to look at. Mm -hmm. Are the modalities they're using really working to help people through the struggles that they have? Are they hitting the nail on the head as far as what they need to address? And are they having, you know, really showing results? Right. And so I kind of made my way a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer till I wanted what I wanted. And then when I found Sunrise, I was like, I am home. This is it. And I love that Sunrise is spelled S-O-N. Yes. So this was created, and the guy who's your teacher now yes. was the person that his parents created this program yes. for him. Mm-hmm. And I love when you in your talk you said they created it instinctually. Yes, they did. It was all it was like really their intuition. They had um, they had been a very kind of like the father was like a philosophy major. He they had 
kind of been working this like option process about like really treating people with integrity and love and and how to really do that in a substantial way. And I'm sorry, my phone's ringing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we people, have real phones in this house. People can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> do you need to answer it? That's no, the no, no. Okay. It's okay. It just rings for a long time. <laughs> so, that's all right. So, um, so yes, this little boy, um, Ron, had autism. Very, very severe. No eye contact. No human. No awareness of other humans that he could show, and he spun a plate all day long. From and from the time he was born, or they, there's actually there's a great movie. It's like a '70s movie. It was a made-for-TV movie that aired on I don't know if it was what it, what channel it was, but you can find it online on YouTube. And um, they uh, they kind of go through the story, but he was like kind of sickly as a child. He uh-huh. had an ear infection, and you know they're not exactly. They kind of allude to maybe him being sick, and then kind of falling deeper into this autism Uh and you know they didn't even know what autism was and they had very very um like kind of stringent way of dealing with it and they were like he's going to be in an institution right maybe one day he'll tie his shoes maybe one day he'll feed himself but like that is the most you can hope for and they use electric shock therapy you know they did all these different things and these kids were you know tied to chairs and put in closets and right um so it was like considered just the most severe thing you could ever have, and it yeah. was a tragedy, and we're sorry. So they were just like, we can't do that. We just can't go that way. Yeah. And they started to just decide that they were going to show him that they loved him. That's how it began. We're just going to show him that we love him, that we're in there, we understand love. him. Yes. And the movie is called A Miracle of Love. Okay. So because that's how it began. It was just, we want to show him we respect him, we love him as he is, and that's how it began. And then... They kind of next thing was like, you know, I'm going to do what he's doing. And they started joining him, spinning plates. And just to be like, whatever you love, I love. Mm -hmm. And that is like still the basis of the program. Whatever you love, I love. And I just want to be your friend. And they realized that when they started joining him, he started to look at them. And he started to touch them for the first time and do different things. And, um, And then it just grew and grew and grew from there. And it was like all modifications and all getting closer and closer to... Um, you know, what exactly helped him move from one step to the next. So that was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they have since, you know, they recovered him completely by the time he was five. Wow. And completely, like they they said, they still worked with him. Sure. But um, he, and and then, you know, he I don't know. verbal. Yes, completely. And and then, you know, within, within, I'd say, three to four years, he had absolutely zero trace of autism. Wow. No, no noticeable traits. And um, he went to all regular schools. He ended up going to an Ivy League college. Amazing. Um, yeah. And he's, and he's not like, you know, everyone says, like, don't worry. They can work with computers. You know, like, people tell right, me this as right. if, like, they've already written his life story. Yeah. He you can know. be Rain Man. <laughs> yes. It'll be fine. Right. And, like, he'll sit in a cubicle and work on a computer, and that'll be just fine for your son. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And right. so, you know, I More think. More to life, but yes. okay. Thanks. <laughs> right. And if that's what he wants, great. But I'm certainly not going to. Write that in stone for him. Yeah, and so and so Ron always says he's like you know I, I'm the opposite. Like I'm I'm much more socially you know motivated. Like he teach he's the funniest teacher. He's so engaging. Like you know so truly I know the story so firsthand. It's so it's so unbelievable. They're just an unbelievable family. Well, tell me about the um, what is this again? Homotoxicology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about that. <laughs> okay, so I also go to a center in the city in New York City with. Um, it's called the Real Child Center, and we do homotoxicology, which is basically homeopathy, 
but it's like a protocol and um, that this woman has developed and it's basically to like systematically detox detox your whole body. Yeah. So from like they do it in a system so that they clear like I don't know large organs first and they clear out the pathways so that when you detox you also can eliminate your your detoxes. Getting rid of all those like heavy metals and medication and everything. And you do that through diet. Yes. And it's, it's diet and it's like, um, these like tinctures, like you end Uh up like making these like, um, homeopathic remedies and it's all very natural. It's all to stimulate the body to heal itself. Like the body is so much smarter than we are. So it's like at healing itself. So it's just to clear it and it's to raise the energy of the body at a cellular level so that the cells can kick out the bad stuff and then they can eliminate the bad stuff. Yeah. And then they just are more open and able to learn. And how difficult was that for you to make your home like a detox, (laughs) even menus and everything, you know, like, is that very difficult? Yeah. So the diet, you know, the first thing you get rid of is the gluten and the casein. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, of course the dyes and anything, you know, um, kind of, manufactured and, yeah. and so all that. And so thankfully that's getting easier and easier because yes. everyone's doing it. Um, and so we've kind of done that. We've done that and then we've done the homotoxicology. And it was kind of major, especially for my other kids. Sure. Um, but the whole thing was we're in it. You know? Yeah. One way or another you're in it. So mm-hmm. it's like, are you going to do it the way that you Let's want to? Let's go all in. Yes. And you're going to do it the way that you're going to think you're going to have results. So Yes, because we're doing that and we're homeschooling him now. Right. So he's, you know, we've got, you know, we're kind of like in charge of all of his health care and we're in charge of all of his education. So there was like that, like, oh my gosh, this is a lot to take on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm the one that'll, you know, no one, I can't pass the buck to anyone right, else. Right, it's but, you. But also I knew that like no one has, no one has the determination that I'm going to have right. to get him well. And tell me the story about how you met Lutka. Oh my God, Luca. So I was at Luca. We love her. She is um, Peter's main teacher right now. And we went to a retreat, like an alternative medicine retreat. Um, and did it, you ever think, by the way, <laughs> like you'd be going to an alternative medicine no, retreat? No, at a Buddhist temple in the Catskill Mountains. Yeah. That was not like, right. that was not on my bucket list. Didn't grow up in GC <laughs> learning about stuff like that. No, no. And my father was a doctor. Yeah. So, you know, he was like, trust the, you know, our, our way. Right. And so, um, and just to go the total opposite is just is really kind of funny. And there was a lot of energy healers. There was a lot of energy work, and um, and so and that's Peter that you hear yelling upstairs, <laughs> um, and yelling in a happy way. That's good. Um, yeah. And so we went there, and she was like, "I came from Slovakia. It's been my dream to come to America, go to the Sunrise Program, learn about it, and find a family." And she had already taken two classes at the Sunrise Program, which is um, I might as well just say is that. The Autism um, Autism Treatment Center of America in Sheffield, Massachusetts. So you can look it up anyway. Sunrise program, all of those different ways. And so she had already taken two classes. She knew all about the program, which I can't tell. It's like a yeah. needle in a haystack. Yes. And especially someone who's not a parent. Right. And she was just like, it, I worked for a family in Slovakia, and I wanted to find a family here. And so I was like, and you know, it was like, in a snowstorm. It took me 20, 20 hours to get to oh you know a place gosh. that was three hours away. Yeah, I almost didn't make it. And so I was like, thank you, God. Yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. divine intervention it for was. sure. It was. And she's been with you ever since. Yes. And so she's here five days a week. And Peter, like, this is the testament to this program. 
the problem is social relational. It's not really behavioral. The behavioral is just a symptom. Right. So the behavioral is just they're frustrated, different things, whatever. But if you want to really go after the problem, it's social relational. So we do it in such a loving, fun way. Like we play all day long and we give him a lot of control and it's a yes room that he stays in and plays in. And I never thought he'd want to stay there all day. He is in there all day. He can't wait. He wakes up in the morning like, oh, oh, I get to go in there. And, you know, he's so excited. I never thought we'd be here. And Luca is like his best friend. Yeah. She is. They play and they laugh and they have a million inside jokes. And, like, this is where we want to help them. Like, we want to help them get friends and have an enjoyable experience. Right. And that's how you practice the language. Like, we had, you know, zero language when we started. Not a sound. Right. And Not even a sound. Not a sound. Couldn't say ba. I mean, he had been completely talking. Yes. And then lost it and and couldn't say ba. Mm. Last word he lost was mom, you know. just And then he would just stand silent waiting for me. Couldn't say anything. Right. And um, Like, willing you to know I'm in here. Yes. Like, just standing in his crib and waiting. Oh. And so I know. it's It's a hard... And that's, I think, what holds people back the most is that it's emotionally so difficult yes. that you're thinking, I can't take, I can't do one more thing. I'm already so inundated. But this whole program makes your life so much better. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes, if you send, like, sending him to school right well, now I would give like me... I feel like it's hope. Oh, it's so much hope. Yeah. It's so much hope and it's effective. Like, you see from day one, you see changes. And, you know, or I'll say week one, you'll see changes. And when you start, you know, joining your child with love and, like you'll see there's a difference. And like my very favorite part is never underestimate the power of delight. Like you just delight in your child. Like there's so much fear that parents have. They're just yeah. walking with fear. Right. And they're just walking in I just terror. want you to be okay. I want life to be okay yes. for you. I want. I don't I want, want you. To, you to... Yeah. And they're sitting with them. And in the moment, they're thinking about when they're 30 years old. Right. Oh, my God, you're going to be in a home. Right. Oh, my God, no one's going to take care of you. You know, and... Worry, who, worry, worry. Yes. And... But this is, you step outside of that, and you're just delighting in your child, and it's joy. And stay present. Yes. And the funny part is, you really accept them, which means, like, you don't need them to change. But at the same time, when you really accept them, that's what opens the door to change. Right. So it's like this kind of paradoxical thing. But which like, is true for all parents. All parents, all people. Mm-hmm. I mean, this makes every one of your relationships better. <gasps> yeah. You know, like, you yeah. just have a... A different perspective on the world. Yeah. I accept you for who you are, and I'm not going to try and change that. Right. I just love you. Yes. Good message. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Um, I loved, uh, in the talk that I heard you give, um, the analogy of this program being like a little bit of your mom and a little <laughs> yes. bit of your dad. Oh, my God. When I thought of that, I was like, oh. Like, my parents are both passed away, so I was like, yeah. thank you, mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, my dad was like... A German scientist. He was a doctor. He was like everything was like airtight. Like, like you had to like your, it was logical, and one thing followed another, and you had to go back way to the beginning, and you know you had to give the whole story, and like no matter you know who he was treating, whatever you had to go back to the very beginning, and that's what this program is like. I mean, mm-hmm. it is airtight. There is not one thing that they miss. Any issue you come up with, you could call them, talk through it. They have, there's not one thing they haven't thought of. Yeah. And it, and it all, it's not even that they thought of it. It's also logical. It flows. It makes mm-hmm. sense. So there's like a logical path to absolutely everything that they do. And it all leads it's to this like very effective end. So it's so logical. And then I was saying, but to pull off the program is like, you had to be like my mother who used to like dance on the tables at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> And like they were, my parents were they like, they must have complimented each other. <laughs> totally. Well. Yeah. Total opposites. Yeah. And, and like, and that's how they raised us. You know, there's 10 of us and it was always like those dueling sides. Right. 
But get your um, work done, then go dance on the table. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> work hard, play hard. And so That's we right. <laughs> we went. You know, we go into that room, and you put all of your worries down and you are in the moment and you're present and you're playing and like you have the goals in the back of your mind of what you're trying to accomplish but he he will never feel them because you're just enjoying the moment and you're loving and you're playing and you're getting closer and closer to your goals and it's just it's so exciting it's such an exciting process yeah and you're like oh my god this works right and it's not you know, a lot of the other programs are just very, you know, didactic and do this and do that. And you'll see people delivering the programs with these straight faces. And, and a lot of the, a lot of the teachers are are so joyful. I don't want to put down any other teachers, but, um, but this just uses joy as the vehicle. Yeah. And it's like, it works. It's amazing. Yeah. And I know you spoke about, you know, first and foremost, healing your son. Yes. And then paying it forward. Yes. And I feel like you're doing that by gathering and sharing this information. Yes. That is going to be the future. Yes. Uh, for families like yours. I so hope so. I Anything I can do to bring people to Sunrise and, and to the natural healing as well. It's just that I feel like the natural healing, there's a million different ways you can go. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so... I, I totally, I applaud all the people that are tricky, making inroads. I just can't say, oh, this one over that one. But with the education piece, it's like, it is, there. it is so, I don't know what, bar none. It's just so um, wonderful that I can't stop talking about it. Yeah. I just, you know. And don't stop talking about it. Yeah. Because really, like, a lot of people, like, they really, they have so, such a difficult time. And mm-hmm. school is, like, is a break for them. And then they're, but the kids come home and they don't know what to do at home. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they're, they're so always being told what to do that they don't know how to have their own wants and their own will to go decide what, what else to do. So they come home and they end up sitting with a tablet. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it becomes passing time. And you kind of, you can imagine how the scenario goes. And again, like no judgment. Like I've done it all. Yeah, everyone's doing their best. Everyone is doing their utmost best. Mm-hmm. And like times a million when you've got a child with autism in your house. Like yeah. it's just a challenging situation. And so I'm not trying to put down any one way. But this is like it makes every aspect of your life easier. It makes transitions easier. It makes traveling easier. It makes everything easier. Mm-hmm. Your relationships are warmer. My kids all work in his in his room. They love going in and playing with him. They have great relationships. Like it is just like this this world of hope yeah. and this like pocket of happiness. And that's really key too, because I'm sure in a lot of families, other children are get resentful of the oh. time spent. Yes on the child that needs the most. Yes. And, and the parents feel guilt, and there's a lot of the cycle of guilt and resentment. Sure, and yeah. even staying solid and, and, you know, united as a couple yes. is challenging when you have something that's relentlessly day in and day yes. out. It's yes. never going to, you know. Yes. And I'll say before, I'll just say, you know, the other reason I really love to talk about Sunrise is that a lot of people will be like, oh, I heard about that, but that sounds so fringe or that sounds so weird or, or I haven't, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't people be recommending that if that worked yeah. and all these kind of things. And so when you get there and you experience it, you're like, oh my God, why doesn't everybody know about this? Right. Like just go for the startup week, go there, try it, just see, even if you don't decide to do the full range program, which is keeping them home and working in a playroom, even if you just have the knowledge of how it all works, you will make every aspect of your life better. Like I almost guarantee it. Like yeah. it's just so beautiful. And, um, so like it's like you know you don't even need the whole buy-in. It's like just go and and try it and yeah. just take that week 
to at least learn it. Why not? Yeah. There's an online version too that you can that you can do. But I feel like taking that week and really understanding how all the pieces work together. And are you with other Yes. Yeah, okay. So then you're you're, you know, in in your community, in Completely. your tribe of yes. people that mm-hmm. know exactly what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that makes you stronger. Yes. And I will say this was one of the most powerful things in my life. 80 people on that first day, the most distraught people, the most tired, distraught, like some people like this is my last ditch effort. I have no idea what else to do. You know, all in one room together and you hear their voices and you hear their stories. And then five days later, so Monday to Friday, five days later on Friday, who feels like autism is a gift in their life? Every single person in that room stood up, 85 people. And that's the kind of change that happens five days there. All of a sudden, everyone is so energized and excited to go home and work with their child. Like, And they're like, your child didn't change. Your home didn't change. Your perspective changed. You changed. Yes. yes. And that's what makes the difference. That's amazing. Yeah. That really is unbelievable. And when did? how long ago did you do that? I did that in October three years ago. And so... I continued that for, I mean, he was in school that year and I continued that year, finished out that year in school and I did it with him after school and then I took him out of school after that year because I saw I made so many advances with him Yeah, that they weren't seeing in school. Yeah. And so I thought, I've got to do this. I've got to give him his best chance and I've loved it. You know, with challenges up and down, everything, but I have loved it and I've had him home for two years now and it's been amazing. And it's really working. Obviously, yeah. you can yes. hear how happy he is <laughs> yes. up there. Yeah. That's awesome. And he went from being silent yeah. to speaking in sentences, and he's currently asking and answering why questions, which is just really sophisticated. And yet the thing I love, too, is that it it keeps going back to your intuition and trusting your Completely, gut. Completely, 100%. And doing what you feel as a parent. Like, I know this is the right thing to do. Yes. I'm not going to second-guess myself. Yes. I'm not going to, you know, yes. I'm just going to trust that right. I have it within me to help my son. Yes. And you are the best expert for you and you're the best expert for your son. No one comes before you, your child, your right. son or daughter. Right. And no, no matter one, what doctor no matter, says, no, 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 it's this. Yes. Mm. Yes. Because there's a million opinions out there and they're all conflicting. Right. You are the expert. You're the expert on your family, your kid. Yeah. You know what to do. And now what do you do like for yourself? <laughs> you know, because you need to have some like personal care time where yes. you're not, so you're not fried. Yes. Well, that has been my biggest struggle for sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, but I've just, and actually Luca has been a huge part of that. Like I was doing it on my own for a long time yeah. and they really don't recommend that. They're really like, no, you need, you know, you need to have a balance in your life. So. And is it like, can you get aid for things like that? You know, I am sure that you can. I have to say, I feel I felt like I was running so fast to, um, like when I, when I left my school and I said, how can you support me when I homeschool? They were like, we've never had anyone take their child. Yeah. Their special needs child out. Like, we don't know. And so like... This I, is unprecedented. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're like, you're either brilliant or crazy. <laughs> so, a little bit of both. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so I, and actually it's funny cause I just started to like re-engage almost in the rest of my life. Like I just came from a class parent meeting yeah. and I just decided like I am going to fully engage in all the parts of my life again and not just hyper-focus in this one area because that's where I was, you know, losing a little, like losing a little sure. perspective. Everybody because, needs a balance. Yeah. Right. You know, it can't all be one thing. Yes. 
Um, and, and I was taking a trampoline class, which has been that's cool. Exciting. Where's that? <laughs> yeah. In on um, she would probably love it if I um, plug it. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> called Carve It, and it's on <laughs> New White Park Road in that's, Garden City. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun, that and actually, it's fun. great for detox. So really, yes, that's mm-hmm. so funny. Um, I went to a trampoline place this winter with my cousins and their kids, <laughs> and I thought I would be like doing flips. I was like, I could barely jump up and down. <laughs> It's a little humbling. It's, it's really hard. It's really humbling. Yeah. Nobody look at me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you have, um, you know, like I said, part of the mass that was so beautiful. It was. At your cousin's house in West Hampton um, was really touching. And uh, you have a GoFundMe that's attached to this whole thing called Be the Miracle. Yes. And so people can find that if they'd like to check out your story and hopefully contribute, um, GoFundMe, and then what, just like Be I, the Miracle? Is, be the Miracle. It does have one of those like kind of complicated... Like yeah. slash the... <laughs> X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> Be the Miracle, remember. GoFundMe. I'm, I'm sure, yeah, if you found that with Suzanne and I'll, McAndrews. I'll put the link yeah. on my website. Oh, thank you. Yeah, That's of so course. Sweet. Of thank course. you. But I just feel like when I heard your story, I was like, okay, this is what's going to be the future of these kind of things for families because... I pray. Yeah, I do too. And I feel like you're on the precipice of being someone who is going to change everything for a lot of people and do a lot of good. Yes. Well, thankfully, this family has come before me. So I have this amazing story to follow. But um, all right, everyone, thank you so much for talking to me. It was amazing and best of luck with everything and we will keep track of this story and peter's life and you know just the best of luck thank you so much absolutely appreciate it um so if you want you can check the link in um on my website for the be the miracle and contribute and uh as always work hard be nice have fun peace